Hello, hello. Welcome to the Eddie Conversation Podcast. My name is Eddie V. Hill and I am your host. Uh, I am a filmmaker living out in Los Angeles, California. Episode 63 is up and joining me today is Rashi Jane. Thank you so much. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so it was lovely. A good little, little quick redo there for us. And uh, it was it was wonderful. It was so great. It's thank great. You. So thanks for being here. You are. Let me pull out my my quick notes here. I'll go off the top of my head though. You are. Uh, you work in film these days. Yes. You work in the art department as a production designer. Yes. Uh, I believe you're the first production design art person that I've had on the show so far. So I'm very excited. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy. Um, and you have a background in architecture too. Uh, you grew up in Mumbai, India, 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 to specify for those, and um, yes. Yeah, so I guess I guess very easy question to start out with. How long have you been in LA? When did uh, how how recent was this move? Um. So, okay, I'll give you a little backstory about great, who I am. great, 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 <laughs> great, great. Um, I did architecture back home till like. 2016 I interned in a construction firm hated it when I say hated it I mean that uh, I was working in a construction firm and I was uh, making I was designing toilets for like six months because when you first walk into a hotel or first walk into a commercial building what if, if you're going to like ba- get a room in a hotel or if you're like actually looking at something would isn't toilet like the first thing you would look at? Oh, is the bathroom good? Is it clean? Is it neat? Is it like, is there enough space for yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. So that is kind of the most important thing in when you design commercial buildings, which I found out when I was working in a construction firm. So I was designing toilets for six months. And I was like, and I was on site. I was overlooking the construction. Um, and I was watching... Uh, Pretty Little Liars and different other sitcoms in my free time because designing toilets was not, it was not six months worth of work. So I was yeah. like, I don't think that I did all this design to, I did I did five years of design to do this. Um, I love architecture. I appreciate a lot of architecture, but I was like, I think I need to do a little more than mm-hmm. this. And I was introduced to production design as a concept like three years, two years into doing architecture, but it was never a, oh, I can make like a living out of this, you know? So, and I grew up in Bollywood. Bollywood's huge. Bollywood's awesome. I am Bollywood. <laughs> I like to say that. You sometimes. are Bollywood. Okay. I am Bollywood. Yeah, I know like everything about Bollywood. Every okay. every person who's there. Like I know all the gossip basically. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. About Bollywood. So, um, so I researched a little bit more about what production design is. Um, I knew one person who had come to U.S. to study production design, so I spoke to her. Um, and then I did my whole research on, okay, what what colleges have production design? What do I, so let's, how uh, can I? So let's pause there for a quick sec. <laughs> I'll interject. Um, for those at home that are unfamiliar with this position, can you clarify what a production designer does and maybe why it attracted you in the first place? Yes. Um a production designer is a person who is responsible for what you see on the camera. So every time you see a movie or a film, um, everything in the background, like 
the couch is production design in this case the couch is production design the wall is production design you know every anything you see around us is production design the mics are production design as well so everything that is e- everything that you see other than the lighting aspect of it is production design essentially or All the art that is yeah we, and so the non costumes the non costumes yeah. ex- and the non lights is <laughs> <laughs> everything else everything else that's art on camera okay yeah we'll dig a little bit more into that for sure but okay so then so then i'm so then i uh, quickly i'll I'll no 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 we got time (laughs) we got time so then we so then i researched about colleges um and most colleges had a three-year course which i did five years of architecture so i was like "Uh, i'm not working i'm not studying for three more years so a lot of colleges went out of my list because of that um I knew that I wanted to either be in LA or in New York, mm-hmm. but the only college in New York was Tisch School of Design, I guess, Tisch from School. Um, and then there were like six different schools in LA. So I applied to all of them and I got into CalArts and I took CalArts. I got scholarship in CalArts. Oh, nice. And I got like 50% scholarship. So I was like, hmm. And I actually got into AFI as well, but I was like, scholarship matters more. Yeah, yeah, Money yeah. differences a lot, where I come from. So I got into CalArts. I went there for school and then I started working since the time I've been here. I've been here for five years now. Okay, five years. five years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I graduated twenty nineteen, been working since then. And yeah, I think I'm doing like decently good. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Um and we'll we'll okay, so we'll t- we'll definitely talk about um a lot of things art department, a lot of things in your journey, a lot of things in that realm. <gasps> for now. Um I guess uh, maybe we should just talk about that now. There's like some debating on talking about Los Angeles experience, getting started in the art department and things that you've seen and talking all about that. And I also want to talk about the transitional period of, you know, kind of deciding to apply for the schools and what was going on back home and, and more Bollywood and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and then even growing up to be an architect and how that kind of uh, layers into the work you still do. So there's there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> there um, is. I guess let's let's stick with okay, what 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 kind of comes out to you the most when all that is laid out. What do you want to grab into? I, I guess think I'll I want to grab into how architecture helps. Okay, great. In this sure. First, um, I think being an architect makes you realize and understand spaces and understand dimensions and understand distance so like i remember my first year in architecture they like the first project all of us got was uh make your bathroom and nobody knew what size a bathroom is usually in a normal middle class house you know Mm -hmm. so everybody would make like 10 feet but i remember i had like a 10 feet by four feet 10 feet by six feet sheet and they're like dude this is like an entire room this is not how big a bathroom is you know so the first year was all about understanding spaces, understanding dimensions, understanding uh, understanding the vastness of a space versus the intricacies of the design. And I think I think coming with that experience into this field, even though even though I, I always say this, the design for film is um, impermanent. And you know that times when it, I have done a lot of builds and the times when you start, you do, a build in like five days and then you 
wrap it up in two hours, which is like, which for the first time I worked on a, I worked on a feature back home. So after my architecture internship, I was like, okay, no, production designers, I, I guess like, let me see what this is. Let me try this thing out. Yeah. So I worked in, I worked on a feature back home in India as an intern when I was doing like everything. I was picking up coffees. I was going and looking at materials. I was uh, drawing. I was working with the construction um, coordinator. I was working uh, with the PD because I was her ki- kind of her personal assistant as well. Um, and I loved it. I loved the, we were, we made this whole, uh, we made this whole uh, rich house out of a full white it was a completely white house. We made it all green and wallpaper and this and that in like five days. And we shot there for like 20 days. And then we ripped it off in like half a day. And Yeah, de- destroying stuff is pretty easy. Bre- breaking it down. Is yes, the, but it's the, heartbreaking for the first time. You know, like the first time I was oh. doing that, I was like, oh my God, this is what like, th- <laughs> my work is just gone. But, but... I think I've come to I think I've come to love that because the satisfaction of seeing your work close to you in cinema or on YouTube. I do a lot of music videos and commercials as well. So on YouTube or on different platforms, within like three months of you shooting is another level of satisfaction. Like this feature I worked on as an intern went to Cannes and went to it's got an award there. It's on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. When I see it, I, some of my friends see it and they're like, oh my God, this is such a good do, movie. Do you want to shout it out? What's the Oh, it's called Sir. It's on Netflix. Okay, nice. Sir. It's about this... Uh, so we have house help in India. It's about this house help. It's about this lady house help who gets who falls in love with the sir, with the owner okay, of the, okay. the switch house, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's so really kind of like well a... Was it like a forbidden love kind of story? Forbidden love kind of yeah, story. Yeah, but it touches sure. on like a few topics of because she's a widow but and she's from a village and she's not of the same class. Yeah. So it touches on all of those topics, yeah. which is a huge thing as well. But yeah, so from that. So I think architecture is so important to me and being an architect helps helps me think differently in a lot of situations, helps me think... Um, helps me all like if you talk to if you talk to me if you talk a room to me I, it automatically like starts building in my head you know? yeah yeah like you talk about an idea and I'm like yeah I know how we can do it you know I exactly know how we can do it and then and then it goes to discussions and then you have changes and then you have things but I think architecture is what got that sense of build inside yeah me just space you know? just, just spacing spa- yeah and just massing it out so I am I think I'm very grateful that I'm an architect and it like helps me in every aspect. I can do renders, I can do models, I can do all my, um, all like if you, if you want to, if, cause a lot of times everybody cannot visualize the way you visualize it. Take, it took me a lot of education to visualize the way I can, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but I can, if you talk to me, I can put it on paper and I can like give it to you in a 3d world way, which we can play around with. So, I, that's because of architecture because I already knew that that was not something I came here and learned so that was so I, and I'm a nerd in architect like I know every big architect and I would like go look at their buildings I would travel to look at their buildings yeah. and I've traveled a lot as well so I would uh, all of all of Europe or Europe however you'll call it here were different back home yeah. but all of Europe is architecture paradise 
again because it's full beauty. Yeah, I've never been to Europe, but oh I, I hear good things. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. The times when I've like taken my parents just to go see a building because I'm like I've studied about this building. Let's go see it. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's been, it's yeah. Architecture is very close to my heart. And it's always going to be. It's like, it's what I do, kind of. I and don't it, ever think I'm not an I mean, it's all know? around us all the time. And now exactly. you and now you get... To, so, okay, so the, the current... So is the current goal slash plan to live in our department forever? Or are you planning going back to architecture at some point? Or what... Not to, not to jump to the... Yeah. I think I've found my happy medium in... Because I think architecture... I, as much as I love it, it takes years to develop a building. It takes years to develop a concept. It takes years to get to it versus in a music video or a commercial or a movie. Um, movie takes longer, but I guess music videos and commercials um, would have a closer, quicker turnaround. And I think the satisfaction of looking at your work close to you or available to you anywhere you are in the world and available to everybody that I know in different parts of the world, you know, on the same platform is something that's very um, exciting and very... Yeah. It makes me very happy. So I think I found my happy medium of design with film. Plus, I'm like, I'm all about Bollywood. So someday I'm going to design in Bollywood. Um, I don't think now's the time. Uh, but yeah, I think I don't think I'm, I can do anything else in the film world other than art. Yeah, no, that <laughs> makes sense. No, like, okay, yeah, because, uh, yeah, you put a lot of work into the design of a a set, and then it gets captured, and then, yeah, that, that makes it makes sense. Like, the, I'm trying to imagine an architect and how, how you get the, um, the satisfaction of the work, and people seeing the work is the idea of why it's, I mean, it helps, it helps everybody, really. It helps the, the cinematographer light the space and come up with ideas. It helps... I mean, the best sets play into story, too. Like, we can talk about how it's not just filling a space. It's there's purpose to everything that you're doing in the space. It's never filling the space. It's always a character building. Tomorrow, if I'm designing a room for a person who is uh, like me, you know, like I, I, there are certain colors I associate myself with. There are certain... Um, kinds of textures that I like you know I'm not a person who would like to li I'm not a bright red person but I'm more of a maroon person you know more of a uh, teal green blue person um, so my room right now is painted green and that's what happens in every story every story is or every film is character building so every space is is a space for that person. You know how this is your place. It has something that belongs to you, which represents you as a person, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing with every character in a movie. You're making a space for the person. So I think every time I get a script or every time I'm working on a short or a feature, we just finished a feature. Uh, I just finished a week. It, it's me and my friend who did yeah. it. It was an indie. It was amazing. One of the best sets I've worked on. And it was where? Movie. It was in L.A. Okay, here. yeah. Oh, so it was an indie. Okay, that's indie. what you said. Yeah, yeah not India. Uh, <laughs> like it was in India. It was an indie. No, it was an indie feature. Nice. I just finished it uh, like a week back. And uh, one of the characters in that were, is, uh, um, is paranoid of the outside world. They don't want to get out at all of their space. They like things in a certain way. Everything is in order. So how could I make their space 
a space which is comfortable for them yet creepy for the audience to look at you know that okay yeah it's like different and weird yeah what was the genre uh it was comedy it was a comedy it was a comedy okay it's an interesting film it's a good it's an interesting film yeah um but yeah one of the characters is i not without giving away too much about the film. <laughs> uh but just creating that space for them you know uh creating a space where everything is super how, how do you make it look like everything they do is in order and everything they want is all their all their equipments are in one place and all their pens same colored pens and one in one container and pins are in another container so everything how everything is classified is what their character is so basically in the end it's all about character building yeah. in the movie it's always yes cuz i was going to say on how much it helps the actor in the space too like cuz you are working with the creative team such as like the director and and potentially cinematographer too depending on how you're planning out compositions and shots and stuff so then almost almost like the last person that comes in the room is the actor and then they're like oh this is this is my this is my me as the character and this is my living space and then they pull inspiration from all the work that you've done mm-hmm. which must be nice too yeah oh my god it's so nice to always like have an actor come in and be like oh okay all right and i'm like yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah yeah we yeah. we did it good didn't we <laughs> Now work with it. Be no be, modesty. D- just don't make us look bad now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. Great. Um, I want to talk a little bit about. All right. Let's jump into what it was like getting your start in art when you in Los Angeles. So you're in a new town. Um, you're going to college. And. Uh. Yeah. yeah and and how did you how did it oh my god it was yeah. so different it was so different it was so difficult because i've always lived um with my parents back home in india okay so at 23 uh i was like okay now i got to do this with my life so let's figure it out so i moved here and i moved here with one of my best friends back home uh, ritika she's also a production mm-hmm. designer amazing Shout by the way <laughs> uh, but uh, her and i moved here together so it was nice to have somebody who i know and who's familiar and who's from family here with me um but it was equally difficult for both of us because we had no idea you know like from starting a bank account to going and get your getting your own groceries we live very luxuriously in india so like you have people mostly to do everything for you you okay. know like um um house like we grew up so different i was just talking to my friend yesterday that we grew up so differently from here We're like going and getting your own groceries is not a real thing there you know like it's not what and yeah cuz the population is so much and the amount of the amount of uneducated populations also so much that there are women and there are men who just know how to do a certain things you know the men who just know how to construct so most of the people who do construction when i was working in the construction firm are not super they come from middle class to lower class families um but they're doing that for that's their living uh and the same with people who sell vegetables people who sell yeah. uh capitalism is not a whole thing there like you won't have rats and wands at every corner there there are smaller uh, more um you uh, what do you call it that uni uni like a one cell house whatever so like a you understand what i'm saying like a studio right? or like, like a not a studio or like a one 
person like a business like everybody has their own business uh, a guy so at her back home my mom has like people to call for certain vegetables certain okay, okay. you know like she would call she would call some uncle bhaiya not uncle we call them bhaiya she would call some bhaiya and he would she'll be like i want this 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 and it'll be at a house in like 2 hours you know yeah so we live very differently so from getting groceries to getting a bank account to figuring out to like driving here also is so different i yeah. come from a place mm-hmm. where traffic's crazy um so when people complain about air traffic i don't know i don't understand it's it it's a it's a different it's a different <laughs> it's a different crazy it is a sure. different crazy yeah. it is a different crazy here so uh just from from all of that to being here to being in a place where i have no family i have nobody i have to make my own to suddenly make new friends uh yeah learn the culture all learn that stuff. the culture all of a sudden i'm also a vegetarian so i don't eat um and i'm a, like a picky vegetarian like my friend calls me a different category of food you know like there's a non vegetarian vegetarian vegan and rashi that's what my friend says oh, okay all the time. nice so um so just juggling with all of that uh, figuring all of that out i think the first few months were um, pretty very difficult in terms of how to do life you know like and how to like and the terms because we grew up with uk english the terms which we use in india which are not used here and the terms which are used here which i'm like okay now you say you don't say number plate you say license plate for a car license plate you yeah, know yeah. so things like that it was unlearning and learning at every point um so the first year was all about that and then i got out and then i started working through facebook groups like getting into art department again i think I think people most people have met her are just nice and want to take a chance on you and are trying to look for good people around you um and that's been that's been great so I started applying to all these random f- people on Facebook groups and I applied to people from AFI people from Chapman and I think my second semester of school I got into I I I was production designing in AFI film um and sent once you do one thing then people look at your work and then they call you again so yeah it's worked out well for me that way you do one thing and then be like oh you can do this and i remember like my first film that i did here the producer and the director were like oh you can make 3d models people here don't do that and i'm like what like yeah three, i can make 3d models yeah. like it's and that's where architecture comes in right because i knew already knew how to do it and I, it was not something that i learned after i came here um it really helped me have that edge i guess yeah it's people. a it's an elevated uh yeah if form it, for a short film like yeah. people don't do that for a short film yeah, you know yeah it's 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 a luxury yeah <laughs> kind of skilled skilled <laughs> production designer for your short yeah <laughs> so then um, i started with that and then i think after graduation i reached out to everybody all the two year in two, for two years i worked a lot for free i worked as a pa on a lot of things um i art directed for a lot of different shorts different web series here and there you know and as soon as i graduated i reached out to everybody that i had cuz i had so because i'm international i also had just one year to get my visa situation and all of that that's a whole other thing yeah um, yeah i've had some friends go through that process i have one yeah. going through it right now but oh, yes yeah. uh-huh and i will go through it again next year because my three years are coming to an end oh i my. got my own visa and i'm on my third year next year it's not to reapply it's a whole thing but um, i i knew that i had to do that into 
go through that process it is you got to have a certain credits you got to have a certain things you got to have a certain publications um your name's got to be out there uh, you need to either pd or art direct and you can't be a pa on all of these things you know you need to either be like the head of department or the art director to get into um to make that work valuable and count so i knew i had that just for a, just a year so the two years of my schooling i met a lot of people and i networked a lot i re- i was going i was working for anything and everything that was coming my way and i didn't care about the money for the first two years i was like no i need to like yeah i need to make sure that i can live here and i need to make sure i have enough credits and then money will come you know so as soon as i graduated contacted everybody reached out to everybody um out of 10 usually i would say like two people respond you know mm-hmm. and uh, this one person responded to me um his name is Cody Fasina i learned a lot from him i worked a lot with him uh for the pa- for like one one and a half year into it and i learned a lot from him and like it's i think it's about finding that one person and who can see what you're doing and who can see that your work you know is good and you worth something yeah takes that chance on you and he took that chance on me so i'm really grateful for that um and he was also production designer yes okay. he is yeah uh, kind of like almost like a mentor kind of role uh, yes he yeah. was he yeah. was for your yes. nice mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty much okay. i think my journey has been and then since then i've constantly worked with him i've worked with and i've made my own relationships in the past two since the past two years we stopped working together two years back and then i've made my own relationships since then and yeah. grown and evolved into where i am today okay great great <laughs> no it's all awesome that sounds about right yeah that uh, that's that i can't really imagine how that ticking clock stress thing gets handled but it sounds like you did it wonderfully with uh with all yeah i mean that's kind of the expectation which is weird about jumping into film and and being in los angeles is the just getting onto set is the higher priority up front cuz you just need to meet people and let people know how awesome you are and then just keep doing that over and over again until you have your network like you did mm-hmm. and uh Yeah, I th- that's that's a I like the way you approached it. Money will come. Money will come. Money will Money come. Com- it comes though, it comes. Yeah. I think your work speaks for yourself and it's in the end all about Yeah, work. prioritize the work. Yeah. And the money will follow. Always. And then through that, you learn how to negotiate better and all that kind of stuff. You do. Oh my God, that's a whole <laughs> thing. I remember like sending out messages to everybody saying, hey, you know, this is how much I charge for a day. And now when I look back, I'm like, hmm, growth. You know, like you come from a certain number to a different number. And I'm gotcha. like, yeah. yeah now I don't good. do that. Now I've, I think I'm better than... Because I'm, I'm, I have gone through that phase and I've gotten... out of that phase you know so there are times when but then it's 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 really nice to see your growth from that to this yourself also and take a moment and be like okay all right I'm doing yeah. something right yeah okay okay so i'm i'm assuming that back in back in the day you were uh kind of i i wouldn't say you know like the underselling is like hey i just want to be on this i don't charge that much to be on set yeah. bring me on and i'm awesome for what you're what you're paying for and then uh yeah yeah i know the more experience one gathers the more it becomes on like all right what's like i don't tell you what i'm worth 
you tell me what your budget is and yes. then I'll let you know if I'm coming on or not. Yes. Yeah. Totally, totally. And and all, honestly, I do, um, again, like I, it's not about, it is about the money, but it's not about the money for me a lot of times. Yeah. It's about the project. So like um, the feature I did was an indie feature yeah. and I did it because I like the script. I love the people I'm working with and I think that's also important. Uh, it's important to like work with people you like for because you're working with them for a month you become like a family you know it's weird to like not see uh, Mike he was my art director on the feature it's weird to not see him today because I've been seeing him constantly for a month till like day before you know mm-hmm. and we ended and we ended our shoot with going for Doctor Strange it was amazing uh, <laughs> of course we had to do that yeah I saw Doctor Strange as well yeah I was not I was a little disappointed but it's yeah. alright yeah <laughs> it's okay it's okay um, it's but yeah sad. no I think it's it is it is very important to work with people you like as well and work with people who think like you who are like minded who are driven like you you know and I, I'm like grateful and I feel very happy that I've found a couple of people like that who I love working with, who I think love working with me too. Um, and we're like, they're on every project that I'm on, you know. Like yeah. They would get a call. They would be the first people to get a call from me saying, like, okay, we're working this day. A friend of mine calls me his manager. He's like, Rashi is my manager. She just calls me and tells me when works there. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you're really. talking about your art team. My art team. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. It's important to have a good, <sighs> I get, I'm good jealous. bunch of I'm so people. jealous. I'm so yeah, jealous. Yeah, we're a family. Well, because, like, you know, because I, I mentioned off camera, I think. Yeah, because I work a lot as a script supervisor. Mm-hmm. So you're your own team. I don't have. I don't. I don't get a. I don't get a hook other people. As in yeah. Or get hook. You know, it's more mm-hmm. of like I'm covering for somebody. Yeah. Or but I'm, I I I uh I look fondly upon those that have their their teams and their people. It's it must be nice. Yeah, and you can like feel it. You know, on this feature also, like Mike and I have known each other for so long it feels like it's been it's not been too long but we it feels like it's been so long and he's such an important part of i think every project that i do as well because like the times when i don't think about something and he would think about it and i know that he would be thinking about so my brain automatically does not think about those things okay yeah. you know and it's good to have somebody like have your back and care for the project as much as you do and it's good to have somebody who also thinks that it's they're not they're not working for me. They're working with me. And we're working f- to make the project better. In the end, it's all about... It's our names on the project. And it's my art. And it's his art that's there. So, like, care for it as much as we... And he does. So, it's... Uh, and it's and it's very visible on set, too. Like, there was a camera team o- of people. And I could see that the cam op and the DP have worked together before. Because you can understand that they understand each other just by looking. That That's what Mike and I had too. So it's like, it's, it's kind of precious to have that into... Because it is very visible to everybody around you as well. So it's it's great. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And we met another new person on the set as well. Who now has become a part of us. We're like, oh my god, you're not going to be here with us. So yeah, yeah, I think you always end up meeting new people on set and sometimes people match your vibe sometimes they don't yeah i mean that, they match they you keep them that's that's the stick life together yeah 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 if it matches you stick together yeah and that's that's the sad i mean that's the that's the plus and minus of being in film production altogether too yeah. is you just meet so many awesome people like you said you just became family with the whole you know not just your team but the full team like the directors the other camera people around there's i don't know how much yeah i so then, 
you just want to work with all the cool people all the time, but then you, but you can't. But you can't, you can't. <laughs> everybody's busy and everybody's doing life also together. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I want to talk about, I guess, like, I'm always fascinated about process. Mm-hmm. I like to talk about, you know, just, you know, we, we kind of skimmed over it a bit with there's pre-production there's building there's there's story there's then there's like actually when the thing is being shot there's a different there's a different uh, process for managing the set once it's built um so i get okay there and then we talked about two there's like music videos there's commercials there's narrative and then there's short film there's feature so there's there's, there's a whole there's a whole <laughs> thing and it's all so different I've done a live event. I've done a, I've done a couple of music videos. I've done a couple of commercials. I just got out of a commercial like on fri- Friday, mm-hmm. yesterday. That was yesterday. And then I also have done a lot of short films. And the process for everything is so different. Yeah. Like starting from uh, music videos, you know, because um, that is where w- when I actually started working with Cody, I did a lot of music videos with him, and. A lot of it is about you get a you get a treatment from the director, um, and you get like ten reference images, and then off of those reference images you build something or you create something of your own. It's either a location which is mostly set dressing, or it's um, sometimes it's like, oh, let, can I can you build a yellow bedroom and that yellow bedroom can be whatever you want it to be, you know? So it's really fun to create. Uh, a lot of times for music videos and commercials, it's really fun to create a lot of surreal, different sets which don't have to really make sense. Yeah. Um, you know? It, it just got to look cool. You tell me, yeah, this just got to look good. You tell me make a yellow bedroom and I'll make you, I'll make a yellow bedroom. And it, I think that was one of my favorite things that I designed, you know, at that time. Um, yeah. So for, okay, so you get some reference images from the director, but there's a lot, there's a lot of more creative freedom in the music video space. Like you said, it doesn't, there's it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to make sense. I, yeah, <laughs> it's just got to look cool. Yeah. So how, I'm assuming, I'm trying to see on how much information you're given on a music video. And if you have the res- reference image, it might just vary by director too. Yeah, it, it varies have... It varies from director to director. So I've worked with uh, um, this director, Cole Bennett, a lot. He's one of my favorites. Uh, that company was like our family. You know, we were a little family. Okay. The whole production company with us were a little family because we used to do every project that Co- Cole would do in L.A. and... Um, um, the way he writes treatments versus the way other people write treatments are very different because he, I think, Cole, I think, knows exactly what he wants at every minute of the song and at every second of the song. So he would explain it so well that it doesn't confuse you. And then you'll send one person design and then be like, no, but can you do this, this, this? And then we'll do that. And then uh, that's where the conversations start versus um, a lot of other directors also. They, everybody, I think, tries to give you four or five reference images for every particular set that they want, and then you add to that reference image, and you tell them, oh, but this can be done this way, and this can be done this way, you know? Oh, if you want to shoot through a mirror, there is a two-way mirror that exists, which we can shoot from the other side of the mirror, which a lot of people don't know about, you know? So yeah, you're yeah. the person who steps in with those things, which, and you're stepping into, you're stepping, you're filling those gaps, which they don't know how to exactly execute that. Yeah, which is And add to it and make it better. Yeah, and that's why why you're there, yeah. Exactly, what is the job? 
So, uh, but for music videos, you mostly get a reference book off of which you they want to go through. Even for commercials, mostly commercials are a little more specific. Music videos are very you you can go as crazy as you can uh, as crazy as you want. With commercials, you I think if you're building something for a commercial, you can go as crazy, but still sticking to their theme. Uh, versus if you're set dressing for a commercial, which is by the way, set dressing is getting into a location and changing the space up according to how you want it to look. You know? Yeah, so if okay. there's a couch and, a, and two things here, but this doesn't work for that story at this moment. Let's bring in a different couch. Let's bring in, let's change this into a curtain or let's change this into a partition wall. Uh, that's set dressing. So um, commercials, when it's set dressing, it's very specific. So I was doing a commercial for Instagram and... Uh, we couldn't have, for one scenes, they wanted these nostalgic photos, but we couldn't have uh, Polaroids in the photo because that's a different brand. So you can't really have a different brand in when you're shooting for a brand. So it's, yeah. a, whole, it's a whole thing of copyright and all of that and getting permissions and all of that. So um, music videos and commercials are very much... What you get, you build off of that versus film, I think, is about you get the script. And of course, the director has their own lookbook and they have their own vision for every character. Um, but mostly what happens is they would send me the script. I would create my mood board. I would send it to them. Then we'll discuss it. And then they'll be like, okay, no, I see these. And I, I think my first meetings always with directors are about what colors do you see for this person? What, what, Because colors are very important. Colors are... Yeah. Colors are what define, according to me, I think colors are what define a person as well. Like, you can understand by what colors people are wearing, what kind of a personality they are, you know. Um, back at school, our teacher used to be like, you're either a square or a circle. And like, I'm a square. I don't know how, but she just looks at me and she says it. And I am square. I, I believe so. I don't <laughs> know the logic behind it, yeah. but I am a square. Uh, but you're either a square or a circle. And you're either like... If you're this color, you like this. You know, yeah, I don't know. It yeah. defines you as a person. So I get it, like rigid or smooth. I don't know. Yeah, rigid or like move flowing. You know, yeah. I'm a flowy person. <laughs> well, that's not square. But square. I'm a square. You no. got you got your. Uh, I've got my. I like my lines. Your framework. I like my, yeah. yeah, I like my lines and I like my angles. But I have also come to realize in the past, I think year, year and a half, when I'm designing sets, every time. It's it's different, right? When I'm talking to a commercial person, they'll look at my commercial work and they'll be like, oh, your work is so fun and colorful and so bright. And I never thought that my work was that, you know? Yeah. Because I, as a person, am not that. But if you do look at my work, it is very bright and colorful and fun. Versus my short and narrative work is very warm and at home and very natural. Yeah. Um. So it... I'm still coming to terms with the fun, colorful part of it, you know, right now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I think I, I think it is, you know, but um, uh, the, so it's, it's, it's just, the process for everything is very different and I uh, love all of them. Like, it's difficult to like choose yeah. one, you know. Well, it's fun to mix it up. It's fun too. to mix it up. Because I'm sure doing one over and over again could, Gets boring. yeah, even if, yeah, it's just like, all right, well, can I have some more freedom on this one? Yeah. And I want to just jump into a short, yeah, whatever yeah. the thing is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what, okay. So that was music video and commercial. You did hint a little bit at the short film narrative space on, uh, on that back and forth with, you get the script, you break, you do your kind of breakdown, you send some stuff out, 
you receive some stuff back, you communicate that back and forth. Um, So then how does it go with talking about budget on like, (laughs) on like what a project needs air quotes to (laughs) accomplish the vision? Like how, how does, how I, I usually, so again, I think that's it, it works differently for everything, for music videos. Somehow they always have the money. I even for commercials, somehow they always have the money. They, yeah, commercial. Uh, they have a lot of money. Uh, of course, they would always, and a lot of times what I like to do is I like to know what your budget is from the start so that if you tell me that, okay, I have, I have like 40K to do this much. And I'm like, but okay, then I'll give you what I can do in 40k. I won't give you what I can do in 60k. You know. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. 40k, yes. 40k, yes. No, but no. I just did. I just finished a commercial actually, which was for this brand called Purse Pets. It's this purse brand for kids, and it's sold in Target and everywhere else. Um, and they had given me a 49k budget or something. But the design they wanted was 65K. So mm. there was a lot of back and forth and there was a lot of, but you're not, if you want this creative, you are supposed to give me this. Otherwise yeah. you will not get this. But then but then there's also, you know, people talk about creative solutions for things and like sure. figuring it out and wanting to see what we can, where we can save and how we can save. And I'm, and I'm all about that, you know, like some of my really good friends in the industry are, producers and I'm really I'm friends with directors but I think I'm better friends with producers because I like to I don't want to like I know that I don't want to like not uh, I, I don't want to over I, I don't want to put that on your head that oh yeah art's always going over budget or whatever oh know? right right yeah that's a producer um, conversation yeah, yeah it's more of a producer conversation always so there was a lot of back and forth for this job itself and then she gave me 52 and I was like no I need 60 and I think I landed at 56, but I think communication is key with the budget. Uh, as things change with the director, you got to keep the producer in the loop and keep telling the producer that, hey, the director is demanding this. I want to say no, but how do I say no when they're saying that the client wants this and the creative is this and this is what we need? I know you don't have that much money, so maybe you step into this because I want to give what the producer director wants always. I always want to give the director what they want. Sure. You know? But uh, there are not always times. So you gotta, and then it's a, it's it's an effort from the producer, director, and myself to sit and figure out. Okay, let's cut this. We'll reduce this much money. Let's cut this. But I think I like to start with knowing what the number is. And sometimes the producers are like, "No, you tell me where it, where you want." Then I will go all crazy and I will do like the best design that I can do. Sure. You know, always I'm like, "Okay, so this design will cost you this much." And now let's cut back from that and let's see. Yeah. But usually the client ends up liking the most expensive one. Of course. Because it's, it's, it's it is beautiful. Exactly. But like, I think if you find that happy medium and communicating continuously with the producer that this is where I am, this is what it is, um, this got added and that's why this is happening, it's a lot of communication with the producer and then with your team. That, okay, not this, but this. Yeah. This has changed, but this and this. For sure. Because <laughs> uh, I know... I know I ha- I've seen it way too many times with because it that takes a lot of trust is is what that which is of course when you are able to bond with a producer or the director and that and that sort of thing because I know I've seen too many times where I, every it's tough on set okay set set life is hard all right 
because I know everybody is <laughs> coming to the producer for what, like, for us to execute the vision, we need this to execute it properly. Um, of course, creative solutions and everything. But I know, like, let's just say the camera team or with the grips and the gaffers, they're like, if we want to light this the way that we want to light it, we're going to need to rent this other thing and we need this we want steady cam for this and that's gonna be an extra this and or dolly track we need these other grip what or even if it's like oh we gotta black out this set and we don't have the proper things this is how much it's gonna cost to buy all the fabrics and block this out properly and then it's all about communication. Yeah. I think it's if you communicate and the producer says no then having that no conversation with the director along with the producer is a good is a good thing, I think. Yeah. Just cause, just so you don't seem like, because I, I always want to do it. I'm like, yeah, I want to give this to you. And a lot of times the directors ask you, oh, and if we can do this, can we? And I'm like, I mean, it can be done, but I don't think I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> it can be done, but <laughs> it can I can't. Be done, but like, can you give me more money? <laughs> um. So yeah. And then yeah. again, with with I think with narratives and with indie features as well. Like, you know, with the features that I just wrapped as well. Um, I had a certain budget. We went a little over, but again, I was communicating that at every point, and I was communicating that to the producers at every point that, you know, this is costing this. This is costing. It's not going in my pocket. You know, I'm doing it to make this. You see how much prints yeah, cost, yeah. and you see how much these things cost, and like, and they understand. I mean, all produ- I think a good producer always knows what it takes to make a fucking movie you know yeah. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> yeah. uh, pardon my language but yeah you know what it takes to make a movie um and communication I no guess. for sure I, gu- I guess what i was what i was going to get to too is i've seen producers given given okay yeah to a thing and then the person goes out and gets the thing but they buy like the most expensive version of the thing that they need to do and it's like well you spent 600 on this but me as a producer i've I know that there's cheaper options for, so then it's like, well, you got to take that back and why didn't you get this other thing instead of that? And they're like, well, we wanted to do that. And it's like, no, we don't have the, (laughs) I know it's always, no, but I think I'm, 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 my my team and I are pretty good with, uh, um, getting trying to find cheaper solutions because sure. I've started working with like I started the work with working on a lot of short films so I don't compromise on the quality I think quality is the most important to me um yes cheap is one thing but if it's cheap and bad quality yeah. then it doesn't make sense that's not the kind of art I want to put out there right yeah. so quality matters a lot so if I'm getting a decent quality which works for camera which also works for the budget best yeah you got to you got to weigh the uh, I don't, you gotta f- do the, this calculation in your head on how important this, this thing part, is yeah. to being the highest quality if it's just just if it's just like a like a th- two second whip, you know like a two second thing how important or how clean does that need to be versus something that's so much more in focus yeah we're gonna get some right. inserts on this thing exactly. and it's gotta be put it's gotta be perfect yeah yeah we had to buy like these bunch of um, sex toys for our film <laughs> this time, yeah. uh, and we spent like six, seven, goes. six. We spent like six hundred dollars, and just we rented a few things, and then we purchased a few things, and then because we spent so much money, we're like, oh, can we go return them? And then we found out that it's illegal to return them. Oh, sex so toys specifically? Yes, yeah. it's illegal to return sex toys specifically. So we now they're in storage. 
for the next what one. What do we do for the next <laughs> one? <laughs> Which we need this. You'll be pitching. Uh, we need something to go in this corner. I have. I have. <laughs> I have uh, <laughs> oh my god. No, it's not. A, uh, it's not super common. But we try to return everything. I think every purchase we try to return. Okay. How does that go? Oh, it, sometimes you get shit. I think because it's LA, a lot of um, targets and home goods know that it's a studio return and tra- Target has this thing where if the return is over 200 um, you can come on a Tuesday morning I can give you an appointment and then otherwise they're like oh if it's a studio return you can come at this time and a lot of times when I go to returns I'm just like oh I'm from India I didn't know that <laughs> I'm not from this country I don't know the rules of this country you play into you play pull the India card I do I really do <laughs> and then you make up stories that's how you learn how to like oh um my boyfriend didn't like it, or I was redecorating and my roommate hated this, or, you know. Yeah, you and gotta be some people strategic nice. about it. Yeah, you gotta be strategic. You can't take 10 of the same kind of things at one target, they split it up into different targets, you know. <laughs> so much work. Ah, so I mean, that stresses me out. I know I can't pull that off. I've, yeah. I've tried before, and I'm just like, <laughs> I show up to the counter. And I'm like, yes, I know. I use this in a film. I'm so sorry. Can I return this? <laughs> like, you know, I feel like I just, I just fall apart immediately. Yeah. I used to be that person. I have done that a couple of times where I'm like going with somebody. Uh, we were at this Office Depot, right? And we had to, we were returning stuff worth like almost thousand dollars. And um, I went and I was like, oh yeah, we got this thing for an NGO, and you know that didn't work out. So we're returning it. And then this lady asked me which NGO. <laughs> I looked at my friend and I was like, Andrew, <laughs> what, what, which NGO was it? What was it? And then he would come up with something. Because oh, gotcha. sometimes people like actually get in- involved in the conversation that you're trying to <laughs> You know, like, but I was not prepared for this. I didn't have the answer for this. Yeah, it's like um, genuine curiosity ge- versus yeah. like, uh, versus interrogation. Yeah, yeah. I think some mostly it's genuine curiosity, you know, why people... They don't care. Like, they, don't, they, don't, yeah. they don't... Yeah, do they, they do, care? Yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for them, though, sometimes. But it's okay. Yeah, their bosses are getting on them about yeah. accepting too much studio, studio returns. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So that's a little bit of budget talks. I'm still... Okay, I guess, I guess another reason why I ask, too, is I... Like I was saying, I've directed... A few indie features. I script supervise a lot. I direct a lot of short films. But I rarely have a budget to play with when I am creating. Um, so on this, I have an upcoming short film in which we we I got a budget for the first time, essentially. And I'm in my head. I'll probably talk to you some more about off camera. But <laughs> I'm in my head. I'm just like, all right. For, let's say, in like a four-day short film, I'm trying to figure out expectations for what to provide this art team. Like, we're shooting out of state. It's not Los Angeles-based. Um, and uh, the line producer builds a preliminary budget, and I'm also producing, too, so I got to see the numbers and have the back-and-forth conversations there. But when it comes to art, I'm looking at the numbers, and I'm like, if an art person looks at this... They are, I don't think this is doable on the budget that's given, but I don't know what the ideal budget is. And without looking at the script or anything, it's hard to know. But um, what, how do I know? <laughs> I think I think a good art director or a good production designer can read the script and tell you how much it would cost. Okay. Yeah. 
So easy. Yeah, really. Like uh, getting advice because I've done that for a few friends of mine. Like I'm happy to like read. Okay, and tell cool. You exactly how much I think it would cost. Um, again, I think Los Angeles is very vast and very Los Angeles has a lot of options and a lot of things and for everything that's not available there is something else that's available somewhere else versus um New York I've worked in New York I've worked in Miami there are smaller industries everybody knows everybody not every place will have multiples of everything you know yeah. here if you find something at WB very likely you will find the same similar a similar looking thing or similar thing at Omega or another prop house or at Universal you know versus different places have just those limited things yeah. which you have to play with and which you have to find. Yeah, cuz we're going to New Mexico. We're Ooh. going to uh, Albuquerque, okay. which is a which is a growing film town. I mean, yes, yeah, they have a lot of Netflix really there, is. but I don't know what their situations are. I haven't looked into it, but Yeah. That's a lot yeah. Of, yeah. Getting a local probably, getting yeah. a local to do that or having a team from here um maybe go down figure it out or i mean research honestly is all on the internet so uh googling getting <laughs> but getting a good yeah. good art director who can like immediately tell you okay this is how much what i yeah. like to do is I, i would like to read the script it all builds in my head like even with this feature you know i would uh, i told the producer initially that you know this is how much i would need and then they were like okay but we have this and i was like okay but like wait let me show you and then i showed them and then they understood and they were like yeah okay uh cool you get this much you you let me give you this much i've okay this much and i was like okay that's perfect you know yeah. so i think it's a matter of that conversation just finding somebody who would be able to tell you like, like the highest of what it would cost and then figuring out yeah. albuquerque in new mexico rates i think in terms of labor it might be cheaper than la but in terms of materials it might be more you know yeah because materials here ideally to build a to build a 10 by 10 room or like you know there's sometimes when people ask me okay how much how much would it cost to build a build a plexiglass box and cost like 4 to 5000 you know i oh know my. that because yeah. i know how much a sheet of plexi costs and then to put it together labor blah 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 etc i could give you numbers of the top of my head yeah. but yeah, i think a good a good uh, art director or a good production designer would know um of the top of their head how much it would cost and with some research you should be able to understand that number yeah no that sounds great <laughs> cool um okay so now we can go back a little bit in time maybe there's there's two things i want to get this is this is i feel like a simple question here but how do you feel about uh i guess it doesn't have to be cal art specifically but film school experience um on like it, it's the thing that got you here in the first place but outside of that is uh, the yeah i think i i think i know what you're saying the classic question the classic question um i don't think schools don't help of course there's uh, the, the the things that i learned at calards which i only know because of that you know i um I, the reason i chose calards was b- because it was a more art based school but i was a little i was a little um Um, I don't know what the right word is, but I was a little. I wasn't very aware there was such a theater-based school, and was so. Oh, okay. Um, I was because I was in India. I didn't know, uh, and I'm I'm going to according to me I'm going to this film school, but I'm g- gonna do like production design for film and stuff. Yeah. But I didn't realize there was such a theater-based school, 
and then my first semester i remember i was i was a little uh, i was a little um i was con- contemplating whether it was the right choice because because i got into afi which is only a film school yeah uh, which is like one of the best in the country and i was like i didn't choose that because of scholarship uh, but then did i make a wrong decision because but i don't yeah i don't think i did I honestly think so. i am so but happy i chose calarts because it taught me so much that i had no idea about it taught me about painting it taught me about model making it taught me about i know how to like stop motion animate i know how to i've worked in a i've worked in a um themed entertainment firm um from through calarts and i w- because when i moved here i had come with a full like okay i want to do film and this is what i want to do um, but because calarts opened so many opportunities and options for me i tried everything i worked in i worked for this theater show in the in the huntington gardens for like a month i was like a stage hand um, for the art department and i was doing that um um for a month i was working in a in a a team entertainment firm and i was doing autocad for them uh i and then the next semester so for one semester i was doing autocad for them like softwares for them and next semester they wanted me to come back and intern again um but i told them that you know i want to be more in the creative part because they were building this pokemon ride for this um for this uh theme park in spain and which was a lions gate thing and i was like i want to be a part of that because i love pokemon i'm a huge fan yeah. i was that kid i was like i used to watch every episode yeah. the first one you know like when it came out the first the time the classics the classic one the pikachu and yeah, yeah, you that's know great. i have socks in all of them but um, yeah so i really wanted a part of that to, to be a part of that creative team but then calarts has this program with usc like an integration program with usc school of film because usc does not have a lot of production designers they take designers and costume designers costume and production designers from calarts and they have this exchange program so i luckily got into that class uh, through a friend kato and uh, i was art directing for her for that class and the professor art production design mentor uh, it used to be like every wednesday from like 8 am to 5 pm used to be at usc so we used to leave from santa clarita at like 6 a.m. because traffic, LA traffic. How arts is uh, in Santa Clarita? Calarts is in Santa Clarita. Ooh, it's north. Yeah, it's far. It's far. Um, so, but the professor there was, uh, he's production design for the original Batman and Robin. He's production design for a lot of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger films. He's production design for um, Alvin and the Chipmunks, you know. And mm-hmm. he's standing in front of me and I'm like, oh my God, you're like my hero, you know. and he's he he would teach us and then there was like story time with richard it was a whole class where the second half of our class was he would show us his film and then he would pause at every point and he would tell us what went behind the scenes of that particular scene mm-hmm. it's like oh my god yeah and that's when i was like this is what i want you know like this is where cuz i tried everything and i didn't want to close every option for myself cuz i was like i didn't know that there is eight different things that i can do with my degree and my knowledge and i tried everything but then i think my heart lies in film and film making so i didn't do that uh, creative they they were with my co-to when i was interning with the team team entertainment firm they were ready to move me into the creative part of that pokemon ride but because i got into this usc class mm. i didn't take that and i was like okay let me try this out because this is one thing that i've not tried out yet yeah. and i tried that out and i was like this is what i want to do yeah no okay this that, is where i belong <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds great yeah, yeah. i think 
It sounds like you made the right decision to, because you you were you had explained it earlier as you were weighing the money thing first. You had a scholarship to this one. AFI is already more expensive by default, yeah. way expensive. Way. So, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I think the tuition is more or less similar, but it's more about. I'm living in Santa Clarita. It's a village. So it's a village. Uh, so you're also paying lesser. You're not. There's not too much to do there. You're like, you know, you're just overall you're paying lesser. Plus fifty percent scholarship is a huge, yeah. Is a huge one dollar is seventy five Indian rupees. So when you're earning, when when you're coming from that from s- into seventy five, I'm paying whatever it costs here into seventy five. You know. Yeah. Right. Um. So. Of course, that was a huge thing as well. Yeah, but so I think I made. I I think I made. I think so. I think right so for sure. I mean, the objective was to get you here and get you started, and yeah. that's what it did. But I was just curious. Yeah, and um, even along with that, you know, film schools help help to a point where, but it's all about what you make out of that connection. You know, it's all about like tomorrow. I still text. I would still email Richard, like the professor from USC. You know, just be yeah. like, yeah, let's go and meet for. Uh, food and let's meet for coffee you know and let's um, and I would still there are times when I've felt stuck with doing things and I would be like will you be up for zooming and on this day and he's he's spoken to me oh, nice. you know yeah. so it's also keeping up and building that keep building that relationship and keeping that up I remember I'd called him last year at some point and I was like Richard I feel very stuck and I don't know and this and that and he's like I give your example to every student here you're so young this is what you, and like it's just nice to hear that from somebody who comes from such a big He's like he's retired now. Yeah, he's done. He's, he's done, done some. He's, he's done, done some, some stuff. great work. Yeah, and it just feels nice to have somebody that that experienced look at your work and be like, okay, no, you're doing good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, it's just the reminder. Reminder that uh, you're doing fine. You're doing. Yeah, you're, you're doing fine. It's like, but I'm stuck. No, you're doing fine. Yeah. Chill. And I'm like, okay, thank you. I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, I want to ask. Um, I was reading your your bio on your website. Um, I believe I wanted to kind of ask about the statement that you have here, and get an idea of what you mean. Because I want to open my mind a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You talk about how through production design and the work that you do, you want to, I don't know, kind of help with how. Like we're redefining the way we look at cinema is something that you said specifically. Yeah. How, what, how, let's just say me, director brain Eddie over here. How, how, what is, how do we define, how do we redefine how we look at cinema? What are, what are some things that you think about with different approaches or, um, you know, I guess, what does that mean? That's such a good question. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> it's a good question. Um, I think I think when I say uh, redefine the way we look at cinema, it's more about I think I think currently with the world we're in, um, everything that is done or everything that is visible has too many uh, opinions, I guess. And everybody can, oh. <laughs> everybody can comment on every single thing. Yeah, which good. I don't think is a bad thing at all. 
uh, but social media yeah. yeah social media it's pretty bad but it's i mean i don't I, i've gotten a lot of work from instagram okay so i have no complaints from social media in general but i just feel like uh i just feel like we're living in a world where uh because it's so easy to uh comment on every single thing you don't understand what actually goes behind the be, be behind what people are doing of course something that makes and art itself is so subjective right so when i look at a certain things i because of production design when i look at a movie now i look at it completely differently i'm like okay no but that that candle in doctor strange the other day when like there's a scene where um uh, where steven steven like he's my friend uh steven strange so yeah. steven strange when he switches uh, he suddenly does this and all the candles are on there was one candle that was not on and i was like that candle is not on and mike said to me like stop it they you had, know they so had like, a faulty candle yeah they shocks. did they did but i'm the person who looks at that you know somebody else like a dp would probably look at the camera movements i was versus. watching the candles too i didn't notice one didn't go off but, but i was I like did. are these real flames yeah. or how are they lighting i was really yeah. confused as to yeah. how they did it but. yeah yeah i think they were real flames and one of them was not on i think so uh but yeah see so i think i want and a lot of times when i um notice something when i'm looking at the when i'm looking at a movie and when when i notice something in art um i think that that's not a very well good job done i feel like art should be invisible and invisible but still be beautiful invisible but beautiful to people yeah you know and i'm like all about yeah let's just let's show this thing off you know like um, have you seen knives out yeah It's yeah, been a so bit but I've seen been, it. It's been a while. It's been a while. It just comes to my head right now but there's this whole that time that in that movie of like taking screenshots of a certain things so I'm like oh my god so beautiful. But it's been throughout the movie it's not been too much on the nose for me. And I guess that's what I mean when I say that a lot of times uh, there are certain movies that I if the certain Bollywood movies that also I grew up with the movies that I grew up with were not good art were just not sure, good art sure. you know. Um But again like when I'm looking at that movie it's more about nostalgia for me than art you know yeah. so I guess like I guess like when I say that um let's redefine the way we look at cinema um I think we should try to be a little more uh understanding of what the other person is trying to show rather than me 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 and this is what I think about it you know and I I think which is a little lacking okay okay overall so yeah. just I hear that uh, I mean I hear that a lot for sure yeah. with with somebody will criticize the look of the film or or decision made or what they should have done instead and they're not really thinking You don't even know what went behind it yeah, you know it's, it's like, like maybe well, see interviews and then comment you know Yeah I don't know Oh that's still yeah I understand what you're saying okay Have you seen um everything everyone No, oh my god. Everybody on my feature was talking about it every single day. I don't mean to interrupt, but I have to watch it. I think today is going to today or tomorrow I have go, to watch go it. Go see it. I know I have to watch it. Oh my god. Uh the only reason I bring it up, well, you'll love it. Of course you'll love it. Um it's a much better multiverse movie than Doctor Not Strange was. <laughs> Uh which is which is lovely to see from a more indie indie budgeted level movie versus the I don't know 10 time budget yeah. Doctor Strange. Uh but I don't know. I guess I mean you're going to watch it by default in terms of the production design of it, but I know I was in love with the production design in that movie. Yeah. 
A, I know, a plus. Boy, Everybody plus. around me has told me that, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I want to I I know more about how they did it, but you'll have to. We'll we'll chat more about that later after you see it. Yeah. Yeah, because it it just makes you want to do better. Is all is yeah. all. When I watch it. I know. Okay, so that's redefining the way we look at cinema. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, it's a little bit less literal than I was expecting. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you also mentioned on, I don't know, for some, I really enjoy looking at people's Instagram bios mm-hmm. and seeing what people put in there to kind of define who they are and what, what it says. I know you end your bio with saying one story at a time. Yeah. Always one story at a time. <laughs> yeah. Always. Yeah. So what is what? Why is that there? What is what does that mean? That means that that I think I think life <laughs> as we grow and as we evolve, your story keeps changing every time. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the beautiful part about working in this industry is that you create get to create one story at a time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even at uh, even on a set, even on one set, even when there are I mean, even on one particular production, if there are 10 different sets, it's still different stories at a time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When I'm doing a music video, uh, when they say yellow bedroom, and when they say a pink closet, they're two stories. So it's one and one. But at one time, you're just doing one of them. Okay. So I just feel like it's, it's all about, like this is a story right now. You know? This is one story at this time. Yeah. I feel like one story at a time in life yeah and i get to do that for a living i think no it's i think it's yeah that makes that makes sense it's a nice outlook on life in general i think that helps with um something that i do on the regular as well not necessarily with that specific thought but it's a similar thing with just simplifying a complicated like you can overcomplicate things You you can get kind of bogged down with overthinking about whatever but then you simplify it down to like what it is at the core and you turn it into the one story and you're like okay well it's not as complicated as i thought it was let's just call it what it is yeah, and, uh, yeah it is what it is and yeah. i'm a very uh, like literally honest person <laughs> i guess if i say something i really mean it i wouldn't like put something out there which I don't believe in I guess and like I've started I think I've also come to a point right now in my career where I'm not doing every project because I have to do it you know I'm like trying to be more cautious about what I do be more choosy I can be more choosy and picky thankfully that's great that's a great position yeah yeah Yeah. but I feel like I'm there at this point you know I would do things that I want to do and I want to I want to show yeah it's gotta be exciting in a way and well, yeah, like you had talked about it with a feature. It wasn't really, that wasn't for the money. It was yeah. for the team. It was for the story. It was for yeah. a different opportunity of getting mm-hmm. to express something that uh, was exciting. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the dream. Um, cool. I am curious. If we're kind of, I can, I can feel the winding downness of the conversation. We're ki- we're kind of there. We're kind of we're kind of there. there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I guess to kind of take where we are now and loop back all the way to the beginning of time. Well, not beginning of time. <laughs> our, <laughs> all the way when you were born, <laughs> Rashi. No. <laughs> so a little bit, a little bit. How 
how much did art play into like your childhood and your life growing up like how uh okay so <laughs> it's yeah. again yeah it yeah. is so it is a, i think it's a full um circle in a lot of ways uh, my dad still tells the story to everybody that i was a year old or i was like 6 months 7 months old when i saw my first movie in a theater and i you know how like when you take kids for a movie they would cry or like kids sure, cry in yeah, general they're, they're a pain. but i was that kid who would get up during every song cuz all bollywood movies are musicals so i would get up during every song and i would dance and then i would sleep and then i would get up again during every song and dance and sleep so Cute. i think that that was my first and i was uh, first six, eight, eight months into being born and like my parents have been huge movie buffs they would go for like first day for shows like that's a thing first day for show is a thing so like friday the movie releases in the morning you go for the show or in the evening you for the, but you has to be a friday the day it releases you know so like i was a huge thing at my house my dad his friends my neighbors me my friends everybody used to go for a movie first day for show it was a whole thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i come from mumbai mumbai is a place where like everybody comes to make their dreams into reality like mumbai is like the us of india you know so for india every everywhere around india people would yes yeah, come like the, to mumbai like the to LA, it's like, kind of the la for yeah. india yeah so no i was saying us for the world you know how like us um, is for the world like everybody in the world like, i'm here like, you see like, sure. everybody in the world gets attracted to us because of education because of opportunities because of things i think mumbai is that for every indian who does not have access to get out of india you know yeah. not everybody can afford it so um, i come from that place i come from that city it's a city which is alive at all times it has art everywhere we were colonized by the britishers but that also means that uh, that the reason why all of my education is in english and that's why i can speak you know i've gotten that a few times here that oh your english is really nice and i'm like yeah i was colonized for years and years and years you know oh my. yeah my english is nice because i learned in english <laughs> mm-hmm. all my life but um but just being um coming from a city that is that beautiful around you it has its own like even the i went back home in february this time after two and a half years and even though it was different it was still the same you know because like what the city brings to you is it's an emotion that city is an emotion yeah. and that emotion is art because it's the heart of bollywood it's the heart of uh, architecture it's the heart of business as well it's the financial capital and it it was where uh, things were made for the queen in the start and like architecture in a certain part of mumbai is very um, colonial and british and art deco so i come from i i come from that so i think growing up that was or oh, i used to draw a lot not very good at it um i used to color i i wanted to be a fashion designer at one point mm-hmm. um cuz you're so close to the industry right there you know like you see tv actors at a regular basis just in coffee shops around you um and i think because of that also you get so comfortable with being around around people with or who are like famous who like everybody knows you know sure sure um so yeah i think art in that form has always been in my life and then architecture happened so that's another form of art and then i remember during architecture my final year project i wanted to make a theme park and i guess that's how like a theme park i feel is okay. a standing set forever you know 
standing set for Ab- oh yeah 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 you know theme park is that it's like a standing thing where people come in do their thing <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> it's great <laughs> so um it's always been a part of my life and i think the end goal that i have with what i want to do essentially like 10 years later or 15 years later is have my own film school in india okay uh, wow because there's no film school in india and india is so big that's weird because they have yeah. so much film yeah exactly i think the film school there is only for directors or producers not producers only for directors or cinematographers there's nothing for art there's nothing for costume pd like all the other 20 departments that exist because i think for everybody um, i don't think people know what kind of depart- what goes behind for yeah, making you no, know and what kind of departments yeah. is it like script supervision is such an important thing but like i don't know if people know that people know director producer yeah director producer dp That's actor an actor know. actor an actor yeah exactly like, yeah cuz i i i know i i had to i was pursuing film for like five years before i even learned what a script supervisor yeah. was Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it takes in but a script supervisor is such an important part of film. It's true. <laughs> you know that I do, I do everything. I'm not looking at the ca- yeah, yeah, literally you're looking at the light, you're looking at the art cuz this our script supervisor for this film B, she's awesome. She uh sometimes is like, "Uh Rashi, uh, how do you feel about that?" And, I, and there are times when I don't look at that and I'm like, "Thank you for like looking at that and like, you know?" Yeah. So, uh it's just people don't know what all the departments are well why did i start this conversation well you're saying because there's no film school in india there's no film school in india <laughs> yes yes oh my god Go. my goal so yeah i think my goal in life is because i am fortunate and i'm lucky to be able to afford to come here and do the education yes. that i can you know not everybody can do it but there's a lot of talent that we have and i want to i want to open something like AFI back home trying to I want to collaborate with everybody I know here to be able to come there and give lectures and sure. to be able to collaborate with me but I really do want to open a film school I think like I'll feel like I've succeeded in life if I do that you know you know yeah, 60 years giving or 70, giving back to yeah the to g- again the full circle yeah just giving it back to the country for sure I I I I know I I I will do it yeah, I will do it yeah. manifestation <laughs> Start yeah, putting it out there in the world since like last year. I'm like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, you can. Ten years you, later, you can, you can do. Invest. You can probably do that whenever you wanted. Really, in yeah. reality. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been in talks with a few people, and yeah, nothing, nothing solid yet. But I, yeah, I'm putting it out there. Okay, so you grew up around art. You grew up in the hustle bustle. Uh, but nobody in my family knows anything about art. Like I'm the only person in my okay. whole family from my dad's side and my mom's side. They like watching movies. They like but they're all like engineers, doctors. Yeah. Like the typical They're, they're normal. They're normal people. people. They're normal people. <laughs> I'm the crazy one. <laughs> yeah, they are normal people. So when did art really did you were you always artist in the family like were y'all you said you were drawing it was bad you said you were you're going <laughs> Not into Not really <laughs> you know I don't know I don't think I was always the artist in the family I was always the person who um I was always the person who was very out there and very open to like every, like I want to know I want to know and I want to see whatever mm-hmm. and then and then because architecture happened because I like drawing and I didn't want to study a lot <laughs> It was going to be easy and I could draw Yeah 
and I can draw. Okay. And like I don't need to learn any. For sure. <laughs> you, I really, it was that you know, being completely honest. Okay. Um, Easy. It turns out I'm good at it. <laughs> so like it's great. You're to good work at it. You loved it. <laughs> yeah. And you bounced off of that and in, into where you are now, which is, is an extension of architecture. I think everything is yeah, architecture in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just uh, yeah. interesting about the the bathroom thing too that you started off with as well. With um, the toilets. Yeah, we only do that. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, okay. I have... Uh, I'll just mention... Okay. One more question. Yes. Um, and this is have to do with set life again. I don't know how this is for art department specifically. I hear things... Um, there's, you know, wrap days, there's prep days, there's building, depending on the, the stuff. But how do you feel about, um, like, the 12-hour workday or... Um, so, I started out when I was here, when I had to start out with the with my world. And I guess that's how it happens for most people, when you're, like, learning and when you don't know what you're doing and when you're getting to know people, you're okay with whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, please, I'll, I'll do as many hours as I can. I, I worked for like, I've I've been on a set for a music video where I was from Nicki Minaj, where uh, we did twenty two hours, and it was it was like it's that's a story to that's tell. That's torture. It really is. It really is a torture. But it's a story to tell, right? Sure, like I, I talk sure. about. You do it I once, talk about it too. Yeah, you do it once. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of over twelve hour days. Being on music videos in the start, I've done a lot of that. And I think when you're starting out also, uh, it's great money. You get double time after 12, so you earn it's not more. Worth it. It's not worth it. I, to, I agree now. But yeah. like when you're starting out, right? When you're starting out, when you're like learning about people, when you're understanding, um, I didn't mind that, honestly. Because I did that even in India, and you, I didn't really get paid for it in India. Um, so I was doing 16-hour days in India, and I was not... As an intern, so I was like earning bare minimum. Um, and here, I was doing 16-hour days, but I was feeling valued. And I was feeling like, okay, yeah, no, your time is worth something, you know. Sure. Uh, which was nice. Uh, but I would I would prefer to do 10. I, I've, I've worked in commercials with company moves, which have been 10-hour days, uh, with one of my, f- my really, one of my favorite commercial directors. Um with stadium, his name was Sammy Mosho. Um, I think when a team and when a director and when the crew knows exactly what they're doing and when it's going, I think it's an easier day versus yeah. when you don't have enough time to prep. I think it's a tougher day when when the director is not exactly clear on what they want, when the client's not exactly communicative about what they want. I think it's a more difficult day. But like I'm here for everything. Yeah, at this point, I'm here for everything. Maybe at like maybe five years down the line, I'll be like, ah, no. But yeah, no, I don't think, I would prefer not doing 16-hour days. Now what I try to do is if I know I'm getting into 16-hour days, I would try to have a different crew after 12. Oh, you so can that, rotate so out that a that little bit? Crew, yeah, so that my crew is not overworked. But then I, I make sure that I ask everybody that I work with, um, I make sure that I ask them and I'm like, okay, tomorrow's going to be a long day. It'll probably be 16 hours. Are you okay with that? You know, and most people are okay with that. Because some because it's not every day that that happens, especially with music videos. I guess it happens a lot when you get into sixteen hour twenty hour twenty not twenty sixteen hour days. Um, sometimes you get into twenty two, uh, but with music videos it does happen um, a lot that you get into sixteen hour days. But 
I, I guess again, it's about like yeah. talking to your crew, and if somebody wants to leave, they're free to leave. You know, Great. and I am very much about taking care of my crew first. Like, of course, yeah, I'm doing. We're do, We're working with the director and producer. But if my crew is not okay with it, you don't. They're not okay. Yeah, with safety it. first. Safety first of my crew. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's under your control. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What's in my control? So. Okay. But I've got a good network yeah of people that these two uh then these two american boys who i love one's caleb and i already spoke about mike the two of my people that mm-hmm. my first call for every single thing that i do we heard caleb and mike caleb and mike hey you guys available we're shooting uh <laughs> Nicki minaj no i'm out i'm out i'm busy i'm busy I'm that busy, day i'm busy <laughs> Um, I try to say no to those kind of things too. You know, I can read into like now I'm in a place where I can like see where how this production might go. You can just understanding with the experience. So I read into it. You can almost just tell by how they reach out to you in the first yeah. place. It's like, are you frantic and yeah. bad at responding to texts, and yeah. you're not sell- you're not telling me anything? Um, yeah. No. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Because I always wonder about like I know. I know the thing that always gets crazy on like last days of certain locations is wrapping out sets within like they don't like production doesn't want to send art into OT, but they have to wrap out a whole a whole set after and, yeah. and you're communicating with them on how much time you need. But sometimes you go like, let me bring my guys tomorrow. You know? Yeah, ideally. Yeah, it'll but, be a half day and it'll be lesser people versus but, it'll but, be eight people right now in OT and lesser productivity. But then they have know? to pay for another day at the yeah. at the space and they're yeah. like, we don't want to do that, yeah. even though it'd be safer and better and yeah. more productive. Yeah. So I always feel for art because I know I, I'm... I'm the first... I'm, I'm usually the last person. Like as a script soup, I'm the last person to set. What? I get like delayed yeah, calls. Yeah, you get you get delayed calls. True, exactly. Because like yeah. I don't need to be there. We're while you're always the first up. and the last. And first the, and the last. And then I'm the first person to leave too. I'm like we're wrapped. Bye bye. Fold up and walk out. Yeah. So I I feel for um uh, the people the we, people that have to. Yeah, Art and G and E mostly are like the two departments who are like there till the end. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm like. Even with wrap out days and stuff, it it can get tricky. With yeah. we need more prep than what you're giving us. We need more wrap than what you're giving us. And, and there have been times when Caleb has done this for me. You know, where we're shooting to like two a.m. and then next day is Friday, and we need to return the truck. So you, we need to return everything in the truck. So he would like go back home at three and get up again at like seven and start his day. And I'm like, let's not do that anymore. Don't you do know, that. and Don't we've do stopped that. doing that. We used to. We we've done that. And I don't say it proudly at all. I hate that. And yeah. he hates that. You know, we both don't like it. But also we care about the art and we care about what's happening. But like at yeah, this yeah. point, we're just like, sorry, no. Yeah. We will do this later. But also it like, you know, it takes time to come there with the industry being so big but so small. Everybody knows everybody. And like, it's always about... And it's like a lot of jobs are about word of mouth you know like yeah. you tell somebody that oh yeah I worked with this PD it was great um, and then you're like oh no no but that PD did this or no no you know there's always yeah and I, I I also think like coming to terms with that that not everybody is going to like you not everybody not you won't like everybody either and not everybody is going to like you and then the people who call you back call you back every time you know like they're friends of mine they're producer friends of mine who I'm really good 
who I have good relations with, who I know would call me if they know that there's a job for me, you know, even mm-hmm. if I say no to them once when I can't do it. So it's, it's I, I feel very grateful to have built that relationship with a few people that I have and I'm like continuing to do more. I think it's a, it's going to be relationship building for life. That's that's, that's it. That's, the, yeah. that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Just be a good person, be good at your work. And you will attract good energy. Is what I believe in. Hundred percent. You you're, give you're, out positivity, you will get positivity. Preaching to the choir over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So I guess lastly, 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 simple question for people that want to. Or I guess this is kind of this kind of. But for people that want to keep keep in the know or follow the stuff that you got, because you're pretty good at posting about the I jobs you're on and. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, where can people, you have your website, you have your Instagram, you know, if, you, if you want to tag that. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, Rashi underscore designs is my Instagram. There have been times when like uh, this one um, stage manager who I'm really good friends with, Nathan, he owns like Studio 60 and a lot of stages here. Uh, I think the first time I was shooting there, the second time I was shooting there, he's like, you're Rashi Designs, right? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm famous. <laughs> so Rashi Designs is my Instagram. I am uh, pretty good at, I'm tr- yeah, it's still a lot. There's so much that I've not posted, but I'm pretty good at posting on Instagram. Um, and it is the easiest way to reach me, I think. Mm-hmm. I try I try to look at my messages every I don't know, nice. every yeah. other day, yeah. once, a, once in two weeks. That's you the, know. That's once every two weeks? Sorry, two, twice in <laughs> a week is what I meant. Twice in a week, I try to look at my uh, request, message requests as well. Okay, and I reply okay. to anybody who I think is, you know, wanting to work or wanting to know and wanting to understand how it is. I'm like, yeah. Um, email is a great way to reach me. Rashi Jain Designs at Gmail. And then all my work is on my website you got well. a lot of work up there you do on graphic design you do you it's know. because of architecture yeah for yeah, sure I know gra- awesome. I d- autocad yeah mm-hmm. all the great stuff and yeah and i paint and i yeah but i think i'm i'm the best at uh, art directing and yeah it's design. it's all it's all, it's all it's all interconnected like, it's all interconnected yeah, this is what I'm, i do the best and i'm sure you get asked too it's like we need some just art for the wall and you're like i've got art yeah i've got art yeah true yeah yeah oh, i've seen that happen plenty I have I've made this uh, Ganesh like a, a four feet by four feet Ganesh statue. Ganesh is an Indi- Indian god. I've made this statue. I foam carved it. I used it for my feature right now. I use it for different things. And then there is this lamp that I have in my house, which is featured in every single thing that I want. <laughs> Pretty much, it's an uh, Easter egg of myself. Like, yeah. That lamp is my personal lamp. Yeah, <laughs> it's in a lot of things. A lot of shots. And everybody loves it. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Great. I think that's it. Oh, my God. Thanks again. Thank you for having me. For sure. Great. Great. All right. (laughs) Okay. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye.